Hello and welcome to the Politic Podcast, the only series about the Ward 1 Alder race in New Haven, Connecticut, that is sweeping the campus and oddly not knocking on our doors this week. My name is Anthony Carews, and I'm joined today by Maddie Colbert. Hey, everyone. And Simone Seaver. Hello, everyone. In today's episode, entitled Don't Call Me Fortney, we will do a quick recap and discuss the current status of the election, have an interview with Fish Stark, and conclude with our rumor mill. Let's get started. Yeah. So what's going on on campus, guys? Like, what? where is everyone? The canvassers. Well, it seems like after the primary, things have quieted down a lot. I haven't seen canvassers. The posters have slowly fallen away. There's no new ones. But that's what I've seen. Have you guys seen anything going on? Literally, the the Sarah Idelson posters in my room that were slipped under the door by canvassers have just started to like curl up and get browner and brown. Like <laughs> we don't clean our room enough. But it's just sad. Just like piles everywhere. Sarah Idelson posters, door hangers. Yeah. Wow. I think it's the beginning of the year was so full of elections material. I mean, September 16th was the primary election between Fish Stark and Sarah Idelson, which we know Sarah Idelson won. And I think it's just a couple of rest weeks before the candidates gear up for the November 3rd general election. Yeah. When do you think it'll start up again? Predictions, guys, in terms of a full blown campaign like we just saw a couple of weeks ago. I think it's probably not going to really pick up until the second week of October. I think I think they're aware of the fatigue that people feel if you start too soon and go too hard. And also, I will say that there seems to be a sense in which this election is already decided. I think people... Really? I think so. I think people largely know what this outcome is going to be already. Um, and even if it's... It, it could be that we get surprised and it doesn't turn out the way we might think, given previous electoral history in Ward 1 mm-hmm. of New Haven. Um, I mean, th- that was kind of ominous. So who who is well, does everyone think is going to win? Let's just put it out there. I think Sarah Idelson has, the odds are in her favor. Because it's a Democratic county yes. or ward. Yes, it's a largely Democratic ward with a lot of people willing to vote Democrat. And it doesn't, I don't get the sense right now that Ugana is, is getting a lot of cross-pressured voters to move to his camp. Yeah, so I don't think things are going to start gearing up again for at least another two to three weeks. But for at least Ugana's team, I think they really need to start as soon as possible because they're the ones fighting the uphill battle. And I think everyone is on his campaign team super pumped because he's such a cool dude and they think he'll be very relatable to people at Yale. <laughs> but I mean, we saw through yeah, the, no, the through the like, primary that it is a very steep climb uh, to beat Sarah Idelson. Absolutely. She has a lot of firepower. But he, I don't know. Yeah, I mean... That's tricky. I think he isn't your typical, imp- like, when people think Republican, I don't think they think a young person. Or a freestyler. Yeah, or someone who could rap. <laughs> no, I think, um, I don't know. I think he will He will be able to reach across the aisle, not across the aisle, it's not like he's in Congress, but, like, appeal to a wide variety of students, but he has to start now, right? I agree. I agree. Yeah. And maybe he will. We're going to wait and see what happens next week. Maybe he'll listen to this podcast and he'll start right away. <laughs> but but wait, what, like what you just said before, what if people have fatigue and that it'll be too much? It's a, tu- it's a tough balance. Yeah. It is a tricky thing to figure out. Um, but I think maybe the best way to do it is just to get out there and see how people start responding. Um, if you're, you know, if you're a candidate, if you're Uganda right now, and you start knocking on doors and you're feeling resentment or frustration that you're there 
maybe that's a sign to hold off a little bit. Wait until the general election. Or the, or on the contrary, if you start getting people really excited now and people responding well to your efforts, you know. Oh, he could do, do he it. could do test runs in T D and Silliman. The, <laughs> the the residential colleges that don't count, the, those can be like the testing grounds for, <laughs> for campaign sure. effort. He for shouldn't sure. I, I personally think he shouldn't canvas yet, but I think holding like a pizza recycling thing or whatever. Oh, another could, one. Another yeah, one. I, I just like get his name Part out there. Two. Yeah. Um something fun to get people excited. Free food is always oh, the always. move, the way to get crowds, the way to get me. I heard p- free pizza. <laughs> Maddie will be there if there's don't free Don't worry. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not sure it's a good thing we haven't heard anything or it's like, I don't know. Why, why is it so quiet? I know Ugana told me that he wants to be the one who's canvassing the doors. Uh, he wants I to try to go to strategy. about every so single yeah. door. So maybe that'll be met with better reception than if he has his campaign staff going around. But either way, I think he needs to start soon. Maybe he'll do a test run in Silliman and TD. But something's got to happen if he wants a chance at this election. Okay, moving on. Today we are joined in the studio by Fish Stark. Fish, we're glad to have you here with us. Yeah, hi, welcome. Thank you guys so much for having me. It's great to be here. So it's now been about a week since your campaign for Alder ended, and we just want you to reflect on your time running for Alder. Do you think it was a good experience? Oh, absolutely it was. I'm really glad that we ran, regardless of the result. I was just talking about this with our team the other day about some of the things that we did. You know, we were able to involve high school students in the election process. We were able to build a really awesome coalition of Yaleys and New Haveners. And we were able to start a conversation about our city and about Ward 1 and about what it means to have a relationship with New Haven that hadn't been going on for a while. And now I think there's some consciousness about that that I hope will develop into action over the next few years. So I feel really good about it. I'm glad that we did it. Have you spoken with Sarah since the results came out? Yeah. So we chat. I, I sort of sent her a congratulatory note um, after right after the results came out. And she sent me a very nice reply. Um, you know, I imagine she's a little busy. I think we're both sleeping a lot. You know, <laughs> That's good. That That's good. Excellent. I am not. <laughs> there you go. It's it's a pretty draining process. I imagine that we, you know, we'll have the chance to speak more. But we, you know, right right after the results came mm-hmm. out, we said, you know, congratulations, race well run, and let's keep working together. So you are going to um, endorse her and help with her campaign. Is that correct? Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I made I made a pledge way, 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 way back when when I said that I was going to support the Democratic nominee. And I stand by that. You know, Sarah is the Democratic nominee and the this position mm-hmm. should be filled by a Democrat. So I'm curious. We spoke with Ugana last week. And when he laid out his vision for New Haven, one of the central tenets of his platform was that he wanted to be a connection between Yale students and New Haven. And that seemed to be pretty similar to one of the main tenets of your platform. So I was curious, why should Yaleys now support Sarah and not a candidate who shares some similarities to your platform? Well, that's a good question. I mean, I think the what Uganda is saying about working to connect students to New Haven, that's valuable. And that's something that should, you know, that's something that should be given weight in this election and that people should take seriously. I think at the end of the day, you know, and this is something that we were talking about during our campaign, what you need to have to connect students to the city is you've got to have deep roots in New Haven and deep roots in Yale. And I think Uganda's challenge in this election, especially against Sarah, is going to prove that you know, he has those deep roots in New Haven, that he has those relationships in New Haven. Because one of the things about Sarah is she really does have those relationships in spades. That's just by virtue of being an incumbent. 
Um, you know, and I think people are going to need to take a close look at what she's done in the city, what you got has done in the city. And are, do you really have the foot, um, sort of the foot in both camps to be able to make that kind of organizing happen? Um, going on, uh, what would you perhaps have done differently looking back on your campaign if there is anything you would have changed? Hmm. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, there, I mean, every time someone loses, I think there's always sort of a process of looking back and like, what could we have done? Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I, I think the simple fact is that we lost because we were outgunned. I mean, there were 40 plus people out there on the doors, um, the weekend leading up to election day, election day, and we didn't have that. And I'm trying to think there were, there were a couple of things that I would have done differently. I would have definitely worked harder to directly address some of the things that were being said. I think there was, we felt as a team that like, oh, you know, if you're explaining, you're losing and, like, talk about the positive things I've done. But, like, uh-huh. there was this really pernicious rumor going around that, like, the Yale Corporation had recruited me to run and that, like, Whoa. I was in the pocket of the Yale Whoa, that was not in the rumor mill. Wow. That How was, did we not, we had not that heard that? That, that, that was not in the rumor mill, but there was, like, <laughs> on the doors, like, Fish is the Yale administration candidate, which is just, like, blatantly weird and not true. And, mm-hmm. like, part of this is about how are we going to challenge the Yale administration to do better for New Haven. Um, so I would have probably worked to address that more. As well as, you know, we... Obviously, there were the things floating around in the rumor mill, in the YDN comment section that, like, oh, like, Fish is the son of a politician. Does he really care about New Haven? Mm-hmm. Um, this just this just, like, the first step in, like, a massive 30-year plan. Um, and I think that, like, I felt really uncomfortable with those criticisms and so didn't want to talk about them and instead wanted to focus on like this is the stuff i've been doing in new haven these are the relationships i built these are the commitments i've made um but i think like looking back i probably would have done sort of more concertedly work to address that and say no like this is something that i'm doing because i've built a relationship with new haven i care about this city and i want to see yale new haven work together more closely politics has nothing to do with this i don't see this as a political position as much as i see it as an organizing position but you know if if wishes were fishes we'd all have aquariums so <laughs> oh, that's nice oh, wow, I love that's it. nice <laughs> that's great do you have plans right now of um any entering any other political races engaging in other ways any sort of sense of a roadmap of where you're going yeah so um you know Right now, like I said, I'm still trying to get some sleep. I'm sure. still trying to catch up on work. But I mean, mm-hmm. absolutely, like, um, you know, I've been chatting with a bunch of people in New Haven about what, what my next steps are going to be. I'm probably going to step back from politics for a little while and do um, hopefully some work in, with some youth nonprofits in New Haven. Uh, you know, these are issues that matter to me sort of way way beyond um, the local scene of New Haven. I'm studying education studies. I think I eventually oh, cool. want to go get a graduate degree in education. And so... I'm going to look at that. I'll probably help out Michael Spear in his campaign for mayor of East Haven. He's taking on Joe Maturo, who's really racist um, and was like recently accused of sexual harassment and just needs to go. Um, So the the Dems are going to be doing a lot to help Michael Spear, and I'm probably going to be right there with them. Do you know whether the Dems are going to be supporting Sarah Idelson um, as outwardly as they did you and your race? Well, I mean... The Dems as an organization, right, didn't support anyone in the primary. And the Dems as an organization always support the Democratic nominee. So they're going to be supporting Sarah pretty publicly. I mean, Tyler, Jacob, Maxwell. We did have a lot of Dems, um, you know, involved in our race. I, you know, the two-thirds of the board endorsed us. And we had a lot of sort of the general membership campaigning for us. Um, but, you know, I, I mean, I've talked to them about this. And I think they know that, you know, it's, it's important that for the relationship between campus and the city... Um, that because this is such a heavily democratic city, the seat continued to be filled by a Democrat. So I think that, you know, we're, they're going to be working for Sarah in the final stretch. 
All right, so Fish, I want to ask you a couple of fun questions. Yeah, we, we, we've talked it. a little bit about your campaign. All our campaign. questions are fun. What They're all saying? fun, but this is true. They are some really that are fun. a little bit more fun. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, how did you get your name Fish? Yeah. Because multiple people <laughs> have actually asked us this. I was like, I don't know, ask Fish. So, <laughs> so we really want to ask you this question. Okay, so my real name, um, if you've read Amalia Helikius's column, is Fortney Hillman Stark III. And it sucks. I hate it. It's so waspy. I can't stand my name. And it was like, I was six years old and I was starting to get teased about it in school, right? Because like, that's when kids start to tease people. Did um, they just call you Fortney or did they address you by your full name? They, mostly they just called me Fortney. They were like, that's a girl name. Um, you didn't want to go with Fort? I, you know, I did. <laughs> I, try, I, did I did try Fort for a little while. My parents okay. would like call me Fort sometimes. But I was like, no, you know what? Like this needs a full overhaul. So I was doodling on the back <laughs> of, I remember it was the back of a Martin Luther King dot to dot. And right. I remember like writing my initials, which were FHS. And my little six-year-old brain was like, holy crap, I can make fish. And so like I went out to recess and I like just sat alone and I thought and I decided that that was going to be my name for the rest of my life. And I went (laughs) to my teachers and I went to my parents that day and I said, you're going to call me fish from now on. That's my name. And my mother could have very easily just been like, no, your name is Fortney. Stop it. Go to your room. Mm -hmm. But she was sort of a very liberal parent. Like, oh, let the children chart their own paths. And so she was like, okay, I'll call him uh, fish until he doesn't want to be called fish anymore. And I've never not wanted to be called fish because it's such a better name than Fortney. Does so. your driver's license say fish? Did you officially change it? No, I didn't officially change it. I figure like the 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 only thing worse than having your name be officially Fortney is having it be officially fish. Interesting. So, <laughs> no, um, yeah, nicknames the, are the move. It would look a little. It would look a little absurd. So I, I like my professors call me fish. My grandparents call me fish. Everybody calls me fish, but legally my name is still Fortney. Mm-hmm. The the writing the letters and kind of seeing what they spell reminds me a little bit of Harry Potter. If you know what I'm talking about. It's like, okay, I write down all the initials, rearrange, and then it spells Voldemort. Voldemort? Yeah. <laughs> but no, no, no. no. Fish, no. Is, fish is much, uh, is definitely a lot better than Voldemort. I, I prefer it. Better than Voldemort, better than Fortney. If I had to choose between Fortney and Voldemort, I'm not sure what I'd do. That would just be... <laughs> Apparently, it's Voldemort. Did everyone see that on Twitter? That J.K. Rowling was like, the T is silent. Surprise. Oh, yeah, she's so still trying to keep that? it relevant. She's oh, yeah. still trying to keep Harry Potter. She relevant. She is though. She's writing a play. Oh, this is not. This has nothing to do with Ward One. <laughs> okay, wait. It's Fish. much more interesting than Ward One. <laughs> Fish, if you had to give each of us a spirit animal, so, so you're a fish. fish. You're fish. What would we be? Hmm. Oh my! Starting gosh. with Simone. This is tough. okay. Well, I just met Simone, so in I the don't, past ten I don't minutes, know what kind of animals would be like appropriate versus um, just go like a good, just a basic. Yeah, just don't like encourage I'm anything, so- Maddie. I'm sorry, y'all. Just, just like a good, genuine impression. I, get, well, I I I have a cat, and I I love I love this cat. So I feel like a cat is a good animal. Okay. I feel like a cat's a safe. I'll take that. What's your cat's Lately name? Night. Cats are great. Her name is Scout. All right. I should probably just go we'll now refer to Simone as Scouts from now on. For a couple of years. Scouts. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Um, Anthony, let's see. You are a. Hmm. You're a grizzly bear, but like a friendly grizzly bear in a cartoon. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You're like the grizzly bear. I'm like, out. He's smoky. <laughs> he's smoky. <laughs> he's like, don't you're, start forest uh, fires. You're Smokey the Bear. But like um, behind wow. the scenes, he's starting them himself. <laughs> what? Arson All right, I'm leaving. And Madeline, you're a, a gazelle. That's a just gazelle? what's going on. A gazelle? Right? Madeline. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. I'll go run somewhere. <laughs> no, I'm going to go take a, a nap. Well, That's an elegant animal. Good yeah. Job. A sleepy gazelle. Thanks, homie. Yeah, sleepy gazelle. That's way more on point. Um, all right. Any other fun questions, well, Anthony? I have a question. Can you tell us a joke? Oh, yeah. And can you tell us why? Tell, tell our listeners why we're asking you to tell us a joke. 
Well, uh, <laughs> you guys are probably asking me to tell a joke because you guys know that in my time when I'm not, you know, running for various things in New Haven, um, I do a little bit of stand-up with ah, the cucumber. Um, Wait, who's I, your favorite stand-up comedian? Uh, Louis, Besides, not yourself. Louis C.K., who okay. I think is everyone's favorite it's very dark comedian. though okay dark he, sad man he's a little dark but mm-hmm. he cracks me up every time um and I actually have a nice little joke to tell in response to Anthony's um fake fishes uh the you know he was seeing all these people around with like <laughs> with like bangs I, and flip-flops on campus and he's like the real the real we need to establish these were real people <laughs> they're not fiction okay but keep okay, going I, he, he did send me a picture of one of them so at least one of them is real um but like I, I was thinking, oh, like, come on, Anthony. And, but then, like, I realized the other day he was right um, because I went back to the Thank preschool you. that I worked at this summer um, to, like, hang out with some of my kids because I'm doing an observation there for one of the classes I'm taking. And every day that summer I had worn flip-flops because that's just what I do. I'm not wearing flip-flops now because the flip-flops broke. I wore them so much. And I was sitting <laughs> down in circle time. Will you get new flip-flops? <laughs> Probably. Reverse? Very okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Of course, of course. That's okay. the number one okay. Okay. But I was sitting down at circle time with like the kids I used to hang out with all summer, and one of them just looked at me and he cocked his head and he pointed at my sneakers and he's like, Why are you wearing shoes? Whoa! Oh. The kid knows! Yeah. He knows! <laughs> what are those? <laughs> so yeah, Anthony, you were right all along. I'm sorry I ever what doubted you. <laughs> That's really funny. All right. Wow. <laughs> well, we, we can't wait in, until you're back in the flip flops again. It'll be like multiple months. Neither There'll can be I. a party. There'll be a party for it. What, watch out for him next April. There we go. I'll throw like a debutante party for my new podcast. <laughs> I would so go. Yeah. I would go. I would we'll go. We'll host it. Yeah, the politic podcast will host it. I'm, I'm going to take you guys up on that. I'll email you. <laughs> Amazing. Oof. All right, Fish. Well, thank you so much for joining us in the studio today. It's always a pleasure talking to you. Yeah, thank you, guys. So thanks, It's a great time. And now it is time for our favorite segment, the rumor mill. Woo! Woo. I love the rumor wow, mill. Wow, that did not sound super <laughs> excited. The rumor <laughs> mill. No, it'll be great. Uh, what rumors have we heard the past couple days, Anthony? Well, once again, it wasn't something I heard. It was something I saw. Does that count as a rumor? Mm. If no one tells you it, is that... You know, it's just that he's the base I'm, of the rumor. Yeah, you, maybe, maybe, it should be called, longer? maybe it should be called mm-hmm. the rumor generator. <laughs> yeah. um, mm-hmm. But I was just eating in Styles Dining Hall the other day. You know, I wanted pizza. They have pizza in Styles Dining Hall. I've heard that. And so I was sitting down and I was taking my plate um, to put it away, and I saw the compost, the compost poster, where it's like recycle or I don't even remember what it said. Um, I should probably have this out. No, um, it builds a great amount of suspense. Dun, 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 <laughs> What's dun, it gonna dun. say? Oh yes, compost bin only for compost. Wow, it, 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 it No, no, okay. It's not that exciting <laughs> until you look at it and you realize it looks identical to Sarah Idelson's campaign poster. It really what? does. What though? makes it look similar? Yeah, like, it has the exact hue of yellow. I don't know. Some it's kind like of a mustard yellow. Yeah, mustard honey mustard. Yellow. It, but also just like the structure of I don't know. It's weird. We should um how can we get this to our listeners? Anthony? Well, the, this podcast go is to gonna Styles be posted on <laughs> the politic.org website under the podcast tab, and we will include photos of a Sarah Idelson poster in the bin only for compost poster in Styles Dining Hall. You know why this is so interesting? There's I think there's a conspiracy going on because Ugana is trying to do this recycling thing, and now we have compost. <laughs> I wonder if I wonder what's going Another on. Another rumor. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Sarah's trying to steal his fire. 
The poster is With frequently styles. similar, though. Weird. Or maybe this listeners. is a way to not inundate the voters with too much you know campaign material but still get them thinking about it <laughs> prime subconsciously them. It's a yes it's priming it's priming Stanley Kubrick okay um I think it also reveals that maybe on the side Sarah Idelson works as a graphic designer what no I don't know <laughs> entirely false Impossible. shutting down maybe it also rumor. reveals that Yale cares about composting I think well, I you think know what's funny does. about that is that there's red mustard no red ketchup stains on this poster, <laughs> someone was outraged. Pretty compost. <laughs> no. Oh wow! I don't have any other rumors. That's to you. all I've heard. Well, yeah. Well, so check it out this next week. Go to the Styles Dining Hall. Look at the bin only for compost poster, and you will see it looks exactly like all of Sarah Idelson's campaign material. Oh man! And with that interesting fact I, I think it's a fact um, we now conclude our third episode of the Politic Podcast my name is Anthony Carews. I'm Maddie Colbert I'm Simone Siever and thanks for joining us and of course a special shout out to Phoebe Petrovic for producing the podcast Michael May for the music and WYBC for the studio see you guys next week mm-hmm.